Well, welcome to Living Life. Today we're coming to the last chapter of the book of Titus. Titus is sometimes called a pastoral epistle because it is Paul writing to Titus, who is pastoring this church, and he has some final exhortations that now he wants to give. Now, it just happens that today is February 28th. And so if this was a leap year day, I mean a leap year, then tomorrow would be my anniversary because my wife and I were married on February 29th. Now I remember when I was going to get married that some people pulled me aside and they wanted to give me some final exhortations as I was going to move from being single to being married. And they really wanted to let me know that it's important to love your wife and to really speak well of her. And so not just when you're in front of her that you say nice things, but also when she's not around that you speak well of your wife. And I just remember hearing that and holding on to it and to really listen to her and praise her and just be willing to walk through life with her. Well, the Apostle Paul has some final exhortations to give to Titus. So let's hear those exhortations. Titus chapter 3, verses 1 through 15. Remind the people to be subject to rulers and authorities, to be obedient, to be ready to do whatever is good, to slander no one, to be peaceable and considerate, and always to be gentle toward everyone. At one time we too were foolish, disobedient, deceived, and enslaved by all kinds of passions and pleasures. We lived in malice and envy, being hated and hating one another. But when the kindness and love of God our Savior appeared, He saved us, not because of righteous things we had done, but because of His mercy. He saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit, whom He poured out on us generously through Jesus Christ our Savior, so that having been justified by His grace, we might become heirs having the hope of eternal life. This is a trustworthy saying, and I want you to stress these things so that those who have trusted in God may be careful to devote themselves to doing what is good. These things are excellent and profitable for everyone. But avoid foolish controversies and genealogies and arguments and quarrels about the law, because these are unprofitable and useless. Warn a divisive person once, and then warn them a second time. After that, have nothing to do with them. You may be sure that such people are warped and sinful. They are self-condemned. As soon as I send Artemis or Tychicus to you, do your best to come to me at Nicopolis because I have decided to winter there. 
Do everything you can to help Zenas, the lawyer, and Apollos on their way and see that they have everything they need. Our people must learn to devote themselves to doing what is good in order to provide for urgent needs and not live unproductive lives. Everyone with me sends you greetings. Greet those who love us in the faith. Grace be with you all. I like the way that Paul begins his final exhortations for, for Titus. And in verse 1, he says, remind the people. And then he goes on to say some things that they need to be reminded about. And really, when it comes to our life with the Lord, especially for those who, who have been in the church for a long time, that much of what we do is not being instructed, but we're being reminded. And I like when he says to be reminded about the idea that we should slander no one, right? It's not like we have to be instructed in that. Like, wow, I didn't know that. I'm not supposed to gossip and say harmful and shameful things about someone else. No, of course, we know that that is what we're not supposed to do. But we need to be reminded. And that's what Paul is doing here. He's reminding Titus that you got to keep having sound doctrine and also good proper behavior. In verse 3, Paul says, at one time we too were foolish, disobedient, deceived, and enslaved by all kinds of passions and pleasures. And so, yes, sometimes it's good for us to be reminded of where we came from. And we, at one point, were walking in darkness. But praise be to God that he took us out of darkness, placed us into his marvelous light. And so we could really see and understand him and his ways more clearly. For example, many people are still walking in darkness when it comes to salvation. They think that all roads lead to the same God as if there's multiple saviors or multiple ways. But Jesus said that he is the way, the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father but through him. Now, when Paul is giving these final exhortations to Titus, in verse 6, he mentions Jesus Christ, our Savior, and elsewhere, he called Jesus our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. And this is very important for us to be reminded about, that Jesus was not only fully man, but fully God. And that salvation comes through him alone. So we turn to him, right? We look to Jesus. We come to Jesus and we we trust him, we trust in the promises of God that are all yes in Jesus. And then also in verse eight of our text, I wanna read part of that. It says, I, meaning Paul, I want you, Titus, 
to stress these things so that those who have trusted in God may be careful to devote themselves to doing what is good. I know that what Paul wanted to see is that the people there at that church under the leadership of Titus, that there would be evidence of the fruit of the Spirit, that, they would, that there would be love and joy and peace. And then also some of that forgotten fruit like patience and kindness and goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. And really not to get so bothered and bogged down in all those, those technicalities and genealogies and like what is mentioned in verse 9, avoid foolish controversies. We want to really keep the main things, the main things, right? And an example of a group of pastors that I work with through the Robin's Nest Institute is an example of this where the, these men come from different backgrounds. We might say that some of them come from conservative backgrounds and some by not so conservative. We can see that in the various seminaries that they attended. There's pastors that have larger churches and then smaller churches and even tiny churches. And there's just various, like music in their church. Some of them have contemporary music. Some stick and anchor themselves to the great hymns of the faith. But they are able to come together and they focus on Jesus and they want to focus on their life with the Lord. And so all of what we're doing in that group is to advance our Christian spiritual formation. Because yes, pastors need that and so do parishioners. And so I just want to encourage you today as you're reading through this final chapter in this great book of the Bible, very short, but the book of Titus, that you will hear these final exhortations that Paul gives and just hear his heart that he really wants them to move forward in the faith, that there would be progress and even joy in the faith. So today, as we continue to just step forward on this road of transformation, let's keep our eyes focused on Jesus. And let's do so to God's glory and our joy. Well, as we close today and as we finish this book of Titus, we notice that Paul, like he does in other letters, he brings out names of people. In fact, I, I know of someone that wants to name their, their children Timothy and Titus. I mean, after the ones that are represented in the pastoral epistles of Paul. But here in our text, we have the name Artemis. And this is probably the one that was going to take Titus's place when Titus met 
up with Paul. And there's also the name Tychicus, and he's probably the one who really was bringing this letter to Titus. There's other names, but this is just of utmost importance for Paul to be very personal. Let me pray for you. Heavenly Father, we are just so thankful for the life that we have in Christ, that we have the Word of God so easily available for us. And Father, I ask that you would give us eyes to see and ears to hear and hearts to welcome the message that you bring to us in all of Holy Scripture. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. For a single soul, reaching a world of stepping in closer, see Jesus.